parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. Click the Fight TV link on WrestlingMayhemShow.com to support this show and watch pro wrestling, MMA, boxing, and so much more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. Live from the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 584 Tuesdays. We've been doing this, talking about professionalized wrestling of a sort for over 11 years here on the podcast, Airwaves. I'm Matt Sorgatron on the Twitter, uh, Mayhemmer, uh, Head Mayhemmer, I guess. No? Well, let's let's be honest. Producer Father Missy May- is the real Father mayhem. mayhem. Father Mayhem is that what's happening here? Godfather Mayhem. Godfather Mayhem. Yeah. 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 stream Matt has joined us. We pulled up a, an extra chair for him. Thanks. What's up, Sorg? I got a question. No, you know what, Chad? Well, we Chad. need to introduce everybody. No, no, I just can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> wait, what's happening? You're you're messing my flow up. Chad the Shad and I have a very important message for everyone. Oh, hold on a second. Let me privacy. Photograph that I sent you. All right, we got a photograph here. I have a question for uh, this this fella that we saw in the... um, uh, Yeah, he was on my screen all weekend long. He's wearing that bright orange obnoxious jersey there on the corner. He was on every WWE show all weekend. Chad the Shad and I have a very important question for him. Um, Have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. Mm -hmm. 15,000 something something days. Well, your team doesn't win the cup. You know, maybe you got a little more disposable income to buy those expensive tickets to go right in the front row and all weekend. We're too busy. All weekend. Who are these people? Do they have jobs? No. What do they do with themselves? No. Our arms are too heavy from lifting cups. We can't do that. That is true. (laughs) Too busy attending parades. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Riz is so here, too. gamer extraordinaire. The Riz joining us from Monroeville, the Hi, other end sword. of town. Hello. Hi. He has a cough. I have a cough. That's all I'm right. all gobble-legged. You're gobble-legged? gobble-legged what the hell does that mean? I'm all gobble-legged. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also Chad the Shed already criticizing Hello. Flyers I, fans. Yes. That and how does how can you professionalized wrestling sort of. it's for well you know it's for it's a it's a profession that people have jobs with i say what what's definitely what actually professionalizes it the 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 the, the, the on the tv part mm-hmm. mm. solid yeah solid. i thought the maybe pros. a video the pros. a video screen and bunch of people that do the thing that i smoke can't do machines. yes it's exactly <laughs> Exactly, and laser light show. Yeah, laser light show. You you professionalized yes. it once you yes, got that. Yes, so. absolutely. And Greg all Jones, Greg O joins us as well, a newbie. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's his real accent. <laughs> and he had to do that the whole show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will keep on doing it. <laughs> Greg, of course, uh, definitely fits in the geek genre with the rest of us. He, of course, part of the 501st Legion. What, what, are, the, what are you guys about over there? Um, well, I'm part of that. I'm also, I, I, I'm a man of many geek interests, that being just one of them, which, yeah, that involves 
dressing up in Star Wars costumes and doing charity work, and it, it's very near and dear to my heart. I do the same thing for the Rebel Legion, which is the good guys, 501st is the bad guys, and you can learn more about them, uh, 501st.com, rebellegion.com, and, uh, but, um, as for me, I cook food, I pet kitties, and I buy WWF Hasbro figures, and, uh, I have a real problem with that, and uh, I'm hoping you can talk me out of it, but not too much. Oh, hi, Grego. You and my seven-year-old need to get together with the action figures. Oh, right. Well, these aren't for playing with. No, 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 no. These, oh, well, are, these if you've are ever for wondered real. what they're like actually out of the packaging, then you shouldn't you and <laughs> you touch those figures, sir. What? At all. No? No. No? Keep them in the package. Now, are you Keep buying like the, the new package. ones, like the Brock Lesnar, like kind of looks like Hasbro? Yeah, the yeah, they're retro style Mattel ones that which are basically Hasbro's reborn. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't buy Roman Reigns because I just couldn't bring myself to pay ten bucks for Roman Reigns. Well, yeah, neither can anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I got Undertaker and Warrior just the other day, and. Oh, um, no. Yeah, there's another set out that has Mankind and I think Austin and Rock and maybe a Triple H. They give Triple H the weird, the jumpy action like the like the Jimmy Snuka figure had back oh. in the day. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure where they're going with that, but um, someone had to get it. We can't release this Snuka figure anymore. Ah, just put Triple H's head on it and get it out the door. <laughs> Keep the same hair. Just, exactly. just... <laughs> Put a fresh coat of paint on it and get it out there. <laughs> yeah. Put a cross on it and 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 some motorhead music and we're good to go. <laughs> Guys, this is Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check us out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Please subscribe to us on the iTunes Sister Speaker iHeartRadio and video versions on the YouTube and the Facebook page. You can join us on Facebook live every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Sometimes we'll take about a half an hour and we'll talk about uh, why the local news sucks uh, or something else. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't the local news. Well, it wasn't. Just, I mean, just the, you know, just the parts of it. No, just the... <laughs> Not that that ba- that program is bad. Just no, no, no. Just judging. Oh wait, you judging. guys just gave me an idea for a new fake news story. I gotta kill. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be a part of that if you join us here in the chat room or live.wrestlingmamshow.com. Join the Facebook group for the Wrestling Mayhem Show. A lot of great conversations happen there. Mostly, usually, great conversations. Yeah, the majority. Uh, you can also drop us a line, 412-206-WMS0, on Twitter, at Mayhem Show, as well as the email address. Good times. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thank you to our first streaming partner, The405Media.com. That's carrying us on our network there, and uh, you can listen to us over there at every, 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 every night at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, Midnight Eastern time to catch up on your mayhem, or just leave the leave it on so the the sweet sounds of wrestling talk will put you to sleep uh, if you'd like. Also, thank you to our, our Patreons. Talk. What our talk doesn't our, put you to sleep. Wakens you up. It does. Yeah, it makes you want to run through walls. Fight the shad. Fight in bed every night. There you go. There you go. Don't fall asleep. Also, thank you to our Patreon support, <laughs> patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Um, including our friend of the, or, I'm sorry, fan of the show dollar level. Uh, including Bo Diggity. Woo! 
with a slow woo today. Look at that. Our friend of ice cream, Ed Burke, the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation from Podcast Betterment, Treyguard, rakingtrayfabe.wordpress.com. Congratulations on your new job and move recently. Uh, Alexander Cars, Power to the Smarks, and uh, he, I got a note, he is also um, finishing recording his podcast tonight, so check it out. I believe that's the, um, um, oh, crap. Shakar in 15 minutes. That's I try to remember all the words to it. Uh, I, I'm on the show. And and uh though go check that out uh as well. And also make sure I didn't break a feed. Um at the Pocky Club $5 level, thank you to our friend on the West Coast, Tina Keys, Brandon out there in uh Kansas City, and Christopher Bishop. And at the brand new Pizza Club $10 level, he's gonna get the uh the the state of the shows and all kinds of stuff. Billy Effin Johnson, who is hanging out with us here in studio. There we go. Some applause for you. Brand new first timer. Ten dollars yeah. a month. Thank you so much, everybody who is supporting the show uh wrestling mayhem show on the patreon you guys are making the literally helping keep the lights on around here in our new studio and we really do appreciate it um and i'm catching up on all my notes guys we have survived another four five six wait wait where were five six how many hours was it was it seven no there was four hour show five six hour show uh with SummerSlam this weekend um how did you did you do you guys enjoy SummerSlam? Was it a good SummerSlam for you? How about you, I, Matt? I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, you didn't watch the so whole. So it was great. Oh no! Oh no! It, it, right. it, it was definitely a slam of the summer time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it was solid. It was solid. Yes, I enjoyed it. When 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 I think it's a bad show, it's a bad show. Wait, you thought it was a bad show? It wasn't good. But Strowman threw a chair. Strowman did throw yeah, a chair. Yeah, that's great. But also, <laughs> Rusev had a three-second match. That well, was weird... well, we can't have strong heels. <laughs> we, we can't be doing that. It, it, just, it just seemed like a, a, a well-done Raw. But that, that's pretty much it. I, I've, I I've been, I've been supportive of WWE for the last <laughs> how many months when everybody said it was bad. This was a not-so-good pay-per-view. Oh man, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, 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 I love that there was a lot going on. Um, I thought it was really interesting uh, did, uh, watching WWE doing their impression of an indie show at the beginning for the kickoff match. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's 10 people. I would have rather camp. seen one of those matches on the main show than the Shark Cage match. Would you would you really have wanted to seen that six man tag as in 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 place of the shark cage match? Maybe not the no. maybe not the six man tag, but a title match would have been nice on there. You you didn't you didn't think that we had like a nice collection of matches here? Okay, like you know we we had kind of a short match with with Orton, sure. But did you really want him to fill twenty minutes of your SummerSlam time? No. Not really. No. But Rusev, yes. But Rusev, yes. Rusev crush. Like that that could have been good if, that could have been big for Rusev. Okay. But again, he gets nothing out of it. I don't think there's a strong enough build for him to have anything with that. No. They haven't really done much with him. Um no, it's they, a good they point. Had him lose a flag match and then a horrible five second 
match where he just gets RKO'd once and that was it. I did think the flag match was fun and interesting. The flag match was great. Matt's flag match was interesting and pretty uh, weird to have a flag match, but it was all right. It was good. Uh, these are some good points from the chat room. Billy Johnson is saying it was a good show, but when there are 12 matches, they all can't be great. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby says the Shark Cage match was terrible. Did you know both Cash and Big Show are big? Um, <laughs> and also, uh, I can't remember the last time in WWE, Lube was used so prominently. Uh, so there's there's that situation. I, I'm just kind of glad it didn't turn into all the Shark <coughs> Cage matches we had last year. Right? Where, um, although I, I kind of wish they, they mic'd him for commentary. Yeah. Did they get a special on shark cages? Did they have to use these by a certain time? Yeah, I think so. they've just been like, put them in well, a shark cage. There's a toy set. They're, you know, and they, they got them. They got a, as, as Mad Mike will say, we got to sling these toys. So, they you got know, they got to move set. this product. So, uh, you know, they everyone else bought the elimination right, chamber. True. They got the toy set right before... The NXT cage match, or the NXT shark cage match, hmm. which looked exactly like the shark cage toy. This is a good point from Dave in the chat room. He says, with the smaller interests, even on SummerSlam, are they now saving all the money for WrestleMania? Um, how did... It, we were kind of joking about this while we were watching it. Uh, NXT TakeOver, we'll, I think we'll touch a little bit further on that later, but... Um, had all the live bands and interesting entrances, and then SummerSlam didn't really, for the most part. We had our Shinsuke Nakamura entrance guy. Okay, but he's already hanging around New York, playing in parks and <laughs> they stuff. They just pulled so. that guy in off the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so so how are we making TakeOver feel like a bigger deal than we are SummerSlam? Is it is it really, though? Those, those are cheap. Hmm. A live band and a, and a choir or something. But it makes it feel relatively bigger. Relatively cheap. In the it makes it feel bigger. I mean, it was just Code yeah. Orange, Sorg. I mean, just Code Orange Apologies twice. to all the Code Orange yeah. fans. They were really good, by the way. <laughs> they were. Uh, they were. But, uh, it, no, you, I, I get your point. Like, they don't yeah. make these, you know, I, I can, you know, I, I understand, like, the non-Big Four pay-per-views not feeling like a big deal and them using the same old set for all of those. But when you get to SummerSlam and it's supposed to be a big deal... And you still just kind of get the same old presentation that you get with every other pay per view that's not WrestleMania. <clears throat> then yeah. you do kind of just leave there, kids kind of going. And all it takes is a little bit extra to make this feel yeah. just a yeah. little bit more special. And really, I mean, I can live without the pyro, but the lack of the fog machines for Becky Lynch's entrance is the true sin that WWE <laughs> production has committed. <laughs> that is wrong. We need that. She needs that. That's the whole bit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You can't be steampunk without the steam. Uh, That's right. Do you think the set had anything to do with them being there four days in a row? Because hmm? um, they were there for Saturday, and then Sunday, and then Monday. Yeah, then but they, they, they're they still they're the not whole, doing the anything. The whole of the set, though, you think that was a production call where they don't, don't, have, to, I mean, they don't like, have to move anything. The they last few years, there's been a little bit more of a difference between the NXT set and the yeah, and the SummerSlam set, and this year was—I mean—it it seemed to be almost identical. It does with their production cutting money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think somebody made the call? Is like, hey, we build it once, we don't move it for. You don't have to four days. You don't have to bring in the crew to rearrange it or there's anything like one that. One tear down and one yep. setup. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I every- mean, there's ways to spruce it up here and there in between mm-hmm. for some entrances, but as a main set, maybe that was a uh, a call that was made. 
since they're going to be there for that's a good point days. you know you, you talk about how becky becky lynch doesn't get her fog anymore Mm-mm. but uh Finn Balor got fog but yeah he got he bobby, got um, dry ice he did not yeah. get the the steam firing yeah the the, the classic true. edge rated r superstar vintage <laughs> fog blowing right. steam machine uh, yeah. uh tina's saying that they Fair. reached their fog limit for bobby Roode and alistair black on takeover oh alistair black that damn entrance that was great that was amazing i not I, I just i gotta pause i just want to say one more time alistair black's entrance was freaking awesome that dude is like i i can't it's 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 the true definition of intangible he's walking out he looks like he doesn't give a crap that the band's playing in front of him and i'm just watching it's like this is amazing this is absolutely amazing i want to see this guy spin kicking the heads off everyone like right now and uh, even Mike, Mike saying that that uh, NXT had the best use of live bands in a in a good while, and I think that's true. I mean, you think you look at SummerSlam, there was no celebrities, mm-hmm. there was no. I mean, you know, we've had you know, what have our celebrities been like? John Stewart and um, and um, and John guy Stewart. from Arrow, the John guy from Stewart. Arrow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Stephen Amell. Thing is, Stephen Amell. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 they're just if this. This is them wanting to make SummerSlam kind of the WrestleMania of the other half of the year. Yeah, then match count alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, match count alone, and that, and, and the four day stand, and um, and, and everything. Uh, I don't think they succeeded in that point. It felt like they're just like, hey, this is one of the four times where both the brands get together yay i mean it doesn't take much to like make it feel just a little bit more special because you see them do it on the takeovers all the time mm-hmm. you know you get a few models to walk out bobby Roode to the ring and it feels like a bigger deal you know or you get like yeah you get the band up to, to, to play one of the songs and it feels like a bigger deal it's amazing how, how how much more nxt seems to get out of just just doing just a little bit more but yeah. You get to the main show and it's just like, you know, so, dot, dot, dot. do you think they have to push them better than the main roster or more to concentrate on getting them noticed so that they can make it to the main roster? I, I think there was, like, as far as the TakeOver show, I think there was, uh, at least I got a sense after watching it, that they threw, that I mean, going in, it was kind of like a little bit underwhelming going in. Obviously, it turned out awesome. But they threw everything they had at that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. had like they're trotting out Graves and Jr. just for pop after pop, and they're, the band is playing. I mean, they never gave that crowd a chance to mm-hmm. to, to cool crowd, off at all. Crowd was with it all night too, and they went with it the whole way. And they threw and everything single match was just all out. It's also a two and a half hour show. Now, granted, there's there's recordings before and everything too that we'll see on the on the upcoming weeks of, of NXT. And I know Mad Mike was there in attendance for that as well. Um, but uh, it is it is only two and a half hours. And I had the same thing. It just felt very underwhelming. I, I, I was going, saying going into this, we were doing uh, IWC's Cage Fury that night for recording. And I always worried because they've been up against NXT now three years in a row. And I was like, well, you're kind of hitting the same audience, right? And this was the first year where I looked at what IWC was putting together with Cage Fury, which was a fantastic show. Just finished finished editing it today. But going into it, it looked like a good, fun show that you're going to get your money's worth versus NXT TakeOver, which the lead-up has been like, eh, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it just delivers. And, and, you know, we keep going back to, "Ah, NXT will be all right. 
you know, and then we we saw what happened with Adam Cole. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, we named last week's show the Adam Cole factor and we definitely saw it, right? Yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, um, I don't know. Can we just call him the, 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 the honor club or something with, uh, uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and, and Kyle O'Reilly at we, this point? We had a good name where I was watching it. We came up with, they need to form a faction called the honor society. Oh, that's good. Oh, and then right there. they're yeah. just keeping the WWE <laughs> honest mm-hmm. <laughs> uh my... by respecting everybody and then punk shows up and all these all these old art they just stand up like and you just like oh boy because isn't it rumored that they're flirting with this roh invasion <laughs> angle on nxt man, man mike says uh, roh versus impact invasion oh, yes. co-invasion angle now yes um uh my, mike's got a lot to say on this one roger strong needs to be part of that fucking group yesterday uh yeah he needs something they weren't right? here yesterday they so. weren't here yesterday and, <laughs> and he wasn't on the show so um and he says i'll never say takeover is going to be the this takeover is going to be the bad one ever again like seriously if anybody ever hears that before next takeover slap me in the face <laughs> the worst takeover is not a bad show no in the history yeah. of nxt takeovers or arrivals or whatever they are right this did fly in under the radar as like a, oh, this is going to be an okay show, but it's not going to be a takeover that I'm going <laughs> to rant and rave over. Yeah, well, it's been and about... Then it's, I watched it and was like, oh, you know what? It's That's really been about show. managing expectations for them for the last three or four takeover specials that I can remember where you're going into it going, yeah, I don't know about this one. And they drop like... You know, like one of the tag matches yeah. that they've had that just blew the roof off the place they and, and they're having these amazing um matches so they just they they you know i don't know what else to say i mean it's it's one of the best bets you can got going gargano versus andrade what (laughs) i'm on board with andrade um and tina as i was about to get to is mentioning there's out there are uh nine former ring of honor champs in wwe currently yeah i mean it was a show i mean Mm -hmm. they mentioned ring of honor by name they have a working relationship with Ring of Honor, having used footage and interviewed people uh, for recent projects. You know, on top of their their, their and and I think I was watching the tweets from Justin Labar during the Triple H call, and he was talking about coordination with like groups like that, like like Evolve, like uh, presumably Ring of Honor, and saying, yeah, anybody that wants a working relationship, you know, we're kind of interested. So I don't know if that kind of opens the floodgates for, hey, WWE, do you want us to farm you count? Here's some guys, you know. And you feel like that's kind of happening when you're looking how many people come from certain things like an IWC and and they're on Raw or in WWE like a few months later, right? Yeah. Um, And more so with the Ring of Honor and and, and NXTs and things, you know, probably less so Impact Wrestling. Uh, But 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 still, they're, they're, they're going, right? And they're keeping a main source of potential competition under control. Mm-hmm. That's good business, too, right? Yeah, I mean, but you can't call Ring of Honor competition. You can't call Impact competition at this point. Like Lucha Underground, they're just something else, right? Right. They're the ECW to WWF of mm-hmm. the '90s, and that's 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 really is better than everything, you know. And plus, yeah. seeing you know indie wrestling doing as well as it has been doing a source of future talent absolutely yeah, yeah that's, that's what it's a mm-hmm. 
it's not a revenue stream, but you're treating it as a talent stream. It's a future stream, yeah. It, I mean, just it, like just like you you'd like to get as many revenue streams in your company as possible through various different outlets, you know, merchandise, all licensing, all that stuff. You do that stuff with your talent. It looks like that's the approach that they're taking is, well, we'll you know, we can get a little bit of stream from ROH. We can pick up, mm-hmm. you know, we're mm-hmm. getting some girls from Shimmer for the women's tournament. Right, a lot of Shimmer you know, footage in that bracketology. Yeah, and they're just, they're, they're talent I, revenues that they can... Which I believe is a Dave Prezak property, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. So, And you know what? I mean, talent's never the issue with WWE. It's what they're doing with the talent and whether it's satisfying yeah. art the rest of us but um shouldn't we talk about that main event at SummerSlam? just a little bit uh, okay the the that four the four gigantic match. deli counter of <laughs> violence that we had it was just unbelievable <laughs> it, it was, was unbelievable you know i sat back at one point when tables were being flipped uh. and, and smashed through and i was like oh look at all the beef flying matt has to be having a good time right now i was like well i mean i've talked about it i think leading up to this that I was hoping that that this was that the four way was the way they were going to go, and just the potential for just mayhem was off the charts, and it blew me away. Like the first like ten minutes of that match, everything up to the point where Brock gets carted out is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. and, and everything, it's just so hot, and the they're flying all over the place, and Joe's like hitting Roman when he's barely looking, and Braun's doing his thing, and. Braun's turning darting people with office chairs. <laughs> Braun with that office chair, man. It doesn't move. That's his sledgehammer. It's like a the office chair is Braun's sledgehammer. <laughs> He's just killing people with it. He releases it, and that chair doesn't move. Like it don't, there's no swivel in it. No, it's yeah, dead it's aim. It's on that nice plane. Dead aim. Something about the aerodynamics are straight, just right. Straight through the tire. Straight through the tire. Every and time. it's just like I'm just even like listening to the announce team too. Like Graves and Booker. I mean, it, to a lesser extent, Cole. I mean, he's a little bit more reserved. But those two are like losing their mind during the beginning of the match. Booker's just like, like, just like, why? Yeah, Shucky <laughs> Ducky. Just, I don't even think he got a Shucky Ducky. It was, it was, he was just like making noises. Mayhem. It was. It was incredible. I knew it. I knew it was going to be great as soon as they started announcing, like when they started the introductions. And they're saying, weighing 285 pounds. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and they're like, Strowman, 320 pounds. I'm like, oh, my God, that dude is massive. And it's then, like, and I've heard people talking about this. Like, we went through this. Obviously, we went through a long period where it was all about these, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the work rate guys, you know, the, the light heavyweights, the cruiserweight types who could go a mile a minute and they could do all these technical moves and things like that. And we've had that for so long, years and years and years of, you know, Punk and Brian and all these other guys um, who've been showing that style that we've kind of like, I don't want to say we've been desensitized to it a little bit because, you know, good wrestling is still good wrestling. But the spectacle of the giant human beings beating the snot out of each other is something that we don't really get very often. So when you finally get it again, you're just like, you know, it becomes such a thing. The spectacle is just incredible. I like me some hoss fights. I love the meat. Mm-hmm. Meat sorg. Meat. So, something, you know, something big and something extraordinary, right? Are we yeah. talking about Sean Stasiak again? <laughs> meat. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, anyways. <laughs> the table power slams were fantastic. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to go three for three. 
Hmm. I was like, yeah. he's going to pick him up and put him through third. Then he's going to take him up to the stage and put him through the one up there. <laughs> he he does that to Brock. In every the- single one of those tables, too. And like they were the, clean. The, in the commentary booth, like the... In the Punjabi announced team, Funaki's yeah. uh, announced team. Go down the international lines, oh. <laughs> and they were clean slams too. They oh, weren't. Yeah. They weren't mm-hmm. like you know fifty fifties or anything. They were. He did not Strowman's have a, like. I got you, Brock. Don't don't, don't worry, worry, big guy. Don't I'll worry. Keep you healthy for John Jones. <laughs> just, It'll be just rah. fine. <laughs> I mean, even oh, though that oh, really there's a little bit on John Jones. Uh-huh. John Jones kind of kind of is not in the running anymore. <laughs> what, what's up? Give her a mic. Give her a mic. We can't hear her. Nobody can hear you. Since our 205 Live correspondent's not here and the chat room is blowing up, he's a certified G and a bona fide stud, and he just showed up on 205 Live. Whoa! Indra, oh, no. your old tag team partner, when the superstar shakeup sends you to 205 Live, <laughs> he's got nothing to do now. That's right. Big Might Cass well. is looking to be out nine months. Oof! With a torn ACL. Ooh! Or M- uh, ACL. M- MCL. ACL. Hmm. Is it MCL or ACL? Um, well, from what I've read, I don't think it's the official diagnosis. Yet. Maybe why? I'll ask Doctor Maroon close. later today when it's I close. see him. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the hell were we just talking about? Oh, okay, so yeah, so Brock does. Uh, Braun does the deal where he power slams him through the things. He picks up the steel steps. He bonks Joe. Bonks Roman. He takes the steel steps. Yeah, he literally throws yeah. him twenty feet across into the ring. He almost like, threw he didn't them, have to do that. He almost he threw just, him over the ring. Yeah, I don't even think they used him again. Like, did they use? I guess they did use the again. Roman the just used them like, unsafely <clears throat> against his opponents. <laughs> what a hack! See, I see Brock use all these. All or see, yeah, Brock and and Braun swinging heavy machinery around and props and tables and stairs. <clears throat> Everything is good. Roman picks him up. Cuts Brock in the head with it because he hits him at the with a triangle of the steps, mm-hmm. and then you know almost cuts. Well, he throws him to the outside and almost cuts Joe's legs off because the things are tumbling. Oh my god, that was! <laughs> and scary, I'm like yeah. Roman, come on, I got yeah, you're, you're, oh, Roman, you're you're not doing very well here. You're supposed <laughs> to protect everybody here. Look what Bronze put somebody through a table twice already and flipped one over top of him, and. uh you're cutting his head open with the st- with the <laughs> he stairs. He just keeps going, and, and and like, I I just can't get over like how quickly just Braun just like clicked. Like he he has definitely figured it out. There there was yeah. I can't remember the exact moment during the match, but there was a moment during that match, um, just because maybe I've watched it two or three times already, where him and Roman kind of get crossed up in a little bit of a spot, and instead of just standing there, Braun just kind of shoves him back into the corner and charges yeah. at him again, and just takes control over again. I mean, he's not behaving at all like someone who's inexperienced. Like, he's starting to get this. I mean, knows, I mean, I don't know anything about wrestling as far as the mechanics inside the ring, but I can tell with my eyes that this dude's <laughs> figuring it out. And that's the really scary part. Yeah. With he's his only eyes, getting better. He with knows, his eyes he knows what he needs to do. And yeah. he knows yeah. what he can do and what he does very well. And he's working it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Him and Brock, I, I'm actually it. Yeah, give me give me Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. I'm ready for it. The main event. Let's do it. It's happening. Let's do it. I'm I'm excited. No mercy. It's I can't five weeks away, but soon. like I'm, I'm like, save this thing for mania. I'm ready for it. It's gonna so, be so, great. I mean, well, okay, well, you know, that's interesting because No Mercy is gonna be at Staples Center. 
Yeah. Which usually is a big deal. And they yeah, love using true. Brock Lesnar yeah. there, even on the on the house shows. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think No Mercy is kind of being slated to be kind of a bigger deal. And even look at that, Hell in the Cell is going to be in Detroit. Also a big city for them. It's not in, you know, Pittsburgh. Idaho or something. Oh, or yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, we don't get that. We get a holiday tour. Roadblock um, yeah. end of the line. Yeah, yeah. They sell a lot of Christmas merch down this area. So Yeah, they do. I guess so. That yeah. in July. Yeah, yeah. They Christmas do like, in July. That's Christmas in July. Yep, and then we get, usually get a week or two in front of uh, WrestleMania. Um, we, do. we do, but okay. So, so, so it's not like SummerSlam all sucked, or you know, I think we can agree on that. There were some high points there, including the main event. But still, I think we're not shaking. We weren't shaking our head at SummerSlam going in as we usually do. Um, and we had, I mean, and I think that makes sense because we have mostly like guys that we saw on TakeOver the last three years mm-hmm. in the mix. You know, AJ and Kevin Owens was good, right? Uh, we Real had good. Shinsuke, Shinsuke yeah. and, and Jinder. You know, I kind of expected it to be kind of a throwaway match, but you know, still, you got Shinsuke and Jinder on a pay per view at a SummerSlam for yeah. the WWE. Got to get Jinder, you know, I get Jinder. How am I supposed to go through my life without seeing gender on and every main event? Of the even paper. even what even softened that in case like you didn't like that match or whatever. It wasn't the main event. No, 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 no. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a six match pay per view in which that was one of the keystones of SummerSlam. Like just that match. I mean, it was an important title match, but I thought it was it was average to above average. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't terrible. No. I didn't. I knew Jinder was going to win. I didn't think Nakamura was going to win. I was going to be actually surprised if Nakamura won. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we got a big one with the uh, Hell in a Cell uh, coming up next, and we got a lot of time because uh, No Mercy's in five weeks, and then yeah. their their pay per views after that. Yeah. So we actually have a little bit of time to breathe here. Uh, Dave in the chat is is uh, pointing out is a, is this the first at the new arena in Detroit too? So that might be a good point for for it something big yeah. happening at Hell in the Cell. Little Caesars Arena. Oh, is yeah, that, they is shut that down serious? the Joe last time. That they were is, just up there. That is the official. Well, they said goodbye to the Joe. Well, they go through Detroit every two months. What the hell, yeah. Sorg? And now well, it's I mean, the, we're talking, this the is brand like new arena. October we're talking about here. Yeah, I guess it's a So, ways. I mean, that's, this is a little bit away. Um, Little Caesars Arena. Uh, Mad Mike, <laughs> Mad Mike saying Braun is the, be- is the best example of learning on the job he's seen since Kurt. When he first came in, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Braun didn't have that NXT run either. He just no. Nope. He went from Rosebud to Wyatt family like yes, that. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And it worked out. I mean, sometimes with those big guys, it, do- it just doesn't work yeah, out. They didn't even well. feud with the Wyatt family. They were just like, Ray's let's like, get you I, away from him. Ray's like, I release you of all Wyatt family <laughs> obligations. <laughs> Go get them, Tiger. But, but you can still wear the same clothes you did before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no way else. Yeah, this, but no I'm gonna need else. the sheep mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but get, get a haircut. That, that's all we need. That's all I ask. Just get a haircut. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. This, so he's not. People aren't aren't just confusing him with, with bigger Luke Harper, um, <laughs> or even bigger Luke Harper. Uh, so that's a good question, Alex. Are you going to Staples Center for No Mercy? Mm-hmm. And I just saw some NXT out there. And you corresponded. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, I have to shout out because well, let's let, you know SmackDown and, and Raw kind of the follow this up. SmackDown definitely the better of the two. Uh, we had a lot of debuts uh, or re-debuts in some case between Bobby mm-hmm. Roode, Shelton Benjamin, um, Dolph Ziggler showing up and just <laughs> making fun of everybody. 
Um, but I also enjoyed, uh, speaking of Shinsuke Nakamura, just, you know, casually beating up on two individuals on tonight's show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a kick out of that. Uh, but, uh, but no, yeah, Bobby Roode up on the roster and looking good. Glorious. Glorious, you might say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw Bobby Roode. They, they bring up Bobby Roode, and I'm like, all right, it's Bobby Roode. Cool. Shelton Benjamin comes in, and I'm like, ain't no stopping me now. I'm freaking out because <laughs> Shelton Benjamin showed up. I cut your, I cut your, uh, I cut your webcam. All right, you're back. You're it's back. probably better. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. It has been a while, and he's so much larger than Chad <laughs> Gable. So we'll we'll see how that works out. Um, it is kind of like, hey, yeah, I got rid of Jason Jordan, but I got you a new friend. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is gonna work. You think it's gonna I'm work? I'm calling it right now. This is gonna work. All right, all right. We'll, we'll see. Oh, we got you paused. We'll have to see what's going on there. All right. Oh, my little light went out. Your little light went out. Yeah. Oh no, I might have bumped it again. We'll have to fix that. We'll have to fix that here on the break. Uh, anyways, maybe you're back. Oh. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, anyways, before I crash the computer and we lose the entire first half of the show, I want to give it out to our friends. You know, there's been a lot of ads this week with the fashion police and a certain pizza company. They don't know. They don't know the real deal. I'm talking about the real deal now. Head Bob, B. Larry Brown. <laughs> Whoop. Thank you. Thank you, you for just that. You just saw us out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Slice on Broadway, our good friends supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Right here, up the line, in Broadway, along the tracks in uh, Beachview neighborhood, as well as down at PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates and Carnegie PA Main Street. Check them out. BGH underscore Slice on the Twitters. Let them know the Mayhem Show sent you if you're dropping by. And uh, thanks to them for supporting. Uh, I, I know Matt had to chomp on some pizza there if he was moving. <laughs> at all in this webcam if you can see me know. moving right now my i'd be eating pizza there you go that's his he's so he's so happy in that shot because there's pizza right behind him and some of it is in his belly all right we'll be back with the big question and we're going to talk about some beach balls here on the mayhem show we'll see you in a couple sidekick media services we are your sidekick in business for social media video production and more find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com program like i'm not in a serious thing right now this is like god damn it take me seriously (laughs) when it's time to when it's time to sell the when it's time to get people into the building i'll just do my scene a serious promo voice and i'll be like no i'm done joking around and we were going to talk about me versus bo dallas at (laughs) no mercy (laughs) Hmm. yeah I got. I didn't read the Hello, whole article, Michael. but I was hoping it. Cena was going to be Michael Knight, and the voice of Kit was going to be Kevin Hart. What I was hoping was gonna <laughs> <be>. <laughs> Kit was going to be a wisecracking car. <laughs> Kit, what got into you? Uh, we are back, and then we're using that wrestling mayhem show. We're talking about John Cena, the <laughs> show title the Get Along Gang. So he's doing a lot of <laughs> stuff with cars then. He's he is, yeah. Night Rider, then Bumblebee, the mm-hmm. Bumblebee movie. If it's a car with a perhaps the soul of a living robot inside of it, Cena's there. John Cena's picking up that script. I'm seeing typecasting. <laughs> John Cena, the car. 
mm. in the car. Well, he <laughs> the did the video. He did the <laughs> iPhone game too, right? Like the the ra- John Cena's racing car. He's, you know, he just did a commercial. He does like cars, for... right? Does he have a car collection? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big car guy. Oh, yeah. He was. They showed a clip from that show with the Bellas or whatever total something. Oh, he went like the big auction or whatever he, that deal he, is. Yeah, yeah, he was driving one of the Porsches he has or one of the muscle cars or something around. Ah, I and lose they, track. I'm sure they, he does too. They I'm show like, him oh. in, in one of the one of the one of the John Cena DVDs where they like, follow him over a WrestleMania weekend. Like he goes to some big major car auction thing yeah. and, and he's talking about all the cars and I think he gets one or something. John Cena is Lightning McQueen Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Cars for hustle, uh, loyalty, he's playing, and respect. That he's, needs to happen. he's obviously playing Mirage and Transformers. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, he's playing. He he's also playing a bull. What and what? Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> you know, maybe John Cena, Cena. Will, be, will be Kit. Uh, that, maybe that will work. So there's a discussion in the chat room. Well, Michael. the other chat room. We're on a new stream now. But uh, about Ring of Honor champions in WWE, and it definitely seems like those people are being recognized and being brought in pretty well. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, I have to follow this up. Uh, not to be outdone, Miz has a lead in the new direct-to-DVD live-action GoBots movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, is but he anyways, leader one? Is he... He's leader one, exactly. Psy-kill? Who oh. is he? Copter. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Deep cuts, deep GoBot cuts. I'd run out of GoBot names. Oh man, there's no no more matter. Um, <laughs> Tina Keys asks, she has a big question for us. Uh, there are currently nine former Ring of Honor World Champions in WWE. After Adams Adams Adam Cole's debut in Takeover, who is another Ring of Honor champ that you would like to see in WWE? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. Oh. I think Jay Lethal could do some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. The props on Deep Cuts go bots you guys from my mic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, Jay Lethal, I mean, he's been doing some really great stuff. He I, he would, I don't know if he, if he still qualifies for a 205 Live, but even, even that, I think it'd be great. You get him on a vegan diet, he could probably get down there where he needs to that be. That could be. That could be. I know they were listing stuff before. I don't, I don't know if Austin Aries was was listed as a former champ. That's that's involved now. Um, six man champ, technically a champion. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Um, I will go to. Um, and I've I know I've gone down this road before. I will answer Jay Briscoe. Mm. Um, and he's kind of always been my pick of kind of like a perfect ROH guy to come to WWE. It feels he's very... so mean. He's a... He portrays meanness so well he's just it, it would be kind of like bringing in Samoa Joe like obviously their characters aren't exactly the same but Joe just shows up it doesn't matter what happened before or what happens after Joe is just make just draws you in because he's just mean Samoa Joe same deal with Jay Briscoe he's just mean Jay Briscoe from the chicken farm in Delaware and he's just here to cause trouble so yeah he's a man he is a great great WWE character great guy and not, not something they're unfamiliar with either yeah what about you guys well, I'm going to be lazy and just and second Jay Lethal, but I'm going to put a caveat in there and say that uh, I want him to bring back Black Machismo. In, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, or, no. Or, or, or he could also do the Flair impersonation, too. You know, Or maybe he could bust out another one. You know, Surely he's got more, more imitations he can do. Does he have anybody who isn't dead or ill? 
Um, yeah, that, that's the challenge. You've got to find yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, some Hulk Hogan brother, brother, brother. <laughs> they, they could work Hogan back into the fold with that. There you yeah. go. There you go. Who are you, Chad? Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Due to history with Joe and Styles, he's a guy that I could see them just dropping in NXT to do stuff like Cassius Ono is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. more interesting. I did see um, Cassius dropped a Kings of Wrestling reference to uh, Cesaro the other day on Twitter. Really? <laughs> yep. Ooh, there he's, he's rubbing the hands <laughs> together. He did oh. a replay. Isn't, uh, isn't Seamus like, going on a little bit of a holiday to, to film a movie or Yes, he is. Oh, Sorg, he's tag team partner, Sorgi. Well, KOW. Oof. Boy, we're not ready for that. <laughs> no, no, we are not ready. No, no, the world is not ready for that. Maybe, hey. Um, jeez. Uh, <laughs> but, from the ch- from the chat, uh, Tina saying uh, he's leaving wrestling, but I'd like to see Davy Richards. Yeah. Maybe Eddie Edwards is someone they uh, could work with and improve. Yeah, you got it. It's one of those guys that was always great. Like, um, what was the Eddie Edwards and and I think Roderick Strong were ones I always confused back in the day, like just on Ring of Honor before they really kind of broke out into separate things. Right, you're on your head too over there. I get him confused a lot. Mm-hmm. But then again, often. <laughs> but then again, like a lot of guys in Ring of Honor kind of look the same for a good long time. Yeah, there's this era of Ring of Honor yeah. where they appear to all be identical. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's not so much anymore, but yeah, it was definitely a thing there for a minute. Yeah, definitely more. I mean, you know, we didn't have all these Dalton Castles and <laughs> Young Bucks and yeah. things like that. Uh, how about that young kid, Brian Danielson? <laughs> Think WWE could do anything with him? <laughs> nah. And Just probably no. put him in some talking head role and then waste him backstage <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know uh, any Ring of Honor champions you'd like to see come in. Um, there's not really a lot because Ring of Honor kind of holds on to their championships pretty long. No, so. Nobody said uh, the American Nightmare. Ooh. Does that count? Do we? I mean, he's been. If they've already been. Because if that's the case, I, I'd, I'd like to have CM Punk back, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some guy named Phil. Yeah, uh, Kenny. Just Omega. a hardworking kid from Chicago. Now we're just <laughs> now we're just dropping wish lists of te- of Kenny Omega, Dan Bandana, uh, <laughs> Dan Bandana, <laughs> USA. In my mind, Dan Bandana and and the French guy were just Daniel Bryan Renee filming Beret. something. Rene Beret. Uh, filming something in his spare room at home when he has some when he was just trying to entertain himself watching the new kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just like I'm just gonna hang up this banner, dress in my old American Dragon. Uh, what was the American uh, the Luchador character he had? Because I feel like that's where that came from. I don't know. He was like, it was like a red, white, and blue Luchador. It's 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 on it's on his collection or something. From his like first match with um, uh, with the, all the rest of the graduates of Shawn Michaels School in like a dark match on SmackDown or Velocity or something, so it must have been Kendrick must have been there too then. Kendrick was there, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, Lance Cade I think was part of that. Lance Cade, so, yeah, 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 that's a deep cut. Just American yeah. Dragon. And apparently, he was just American Dragon at Kaden that point. Caden Murdoch. Caden Murdoch, yeah. Oh, Murdoch. Oh, jeez. Um. They were not in ROH, by the way. Neither of those guys. No, no, neither. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 not at all. 
Um, there you go. There you go. Kelly Klein to boost the women's division in NXT. We're just wish list, like I say, we're just wish listing Ring of Honor people at this point. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I really hope one scene of Total Bella is is Brie, Brie walking in on Brian filming the Renee Beret stuff, and they're being really confused. <laughs> Me too. All right, guys, like, let's talk. Hey, Chet. What's up, Chet? <laughs> Susan. Um. <laughs> I you got it. You you brought it up, so we have to just mention real quick that mm-hmm. they released another set of Southpaw regional wrestling videos, and just <laughs> I can't. Glory, they're, uh, they're so funny. You know, the payoff wasn't quite as good this time. No, because the first mm-hmm. with the lethal leap year was too <laughs> yeah. funny. But yeah, that's, that's no great. one look at a calendar. It's <laughs> <laughs> a ruin us. Yeah, I. Yeah, like like uh, like he said, with the uh, the payoff wasn't as great, but boy, the build up was fantastic. Yeah, the uh, the uh, chat too bad. Tex Ferguson spots <laughs> were amazing, <laughs> just so funny when he when uh, Gallows comes out of the corn. <laughs> I found a place for necking. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny, so funny. Everyone was just like, get rid of the club and just have those guys do that. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know if you guys caught, but apparently, like this Southpaw stuff takes place before, right? The other stuff. That, that's why which I, I thought I was yeah. getting getting wind of that. That's why Check Tex and Chad are still together, right? Right. right, right, yeah, they're still together, and that explains why, like you know, uh, he's not talking in the in the next one. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the 1981 season. If they just keep going backwards, yeah, <laughs> would be would would be fantastic. And you know? do and do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the only thing I'm sad about is uh, Rusev not popping up. Uh, uh, yeah, was, so yeah. you know the look, Renee Young's accent doing Susan was like <laughs> insanely funny too. <laughs> Mister <like>, Dung, <laughs> it's Dung, <laughs> Mister Dung, it's Dung. Uh, the um um, what was it? The the Debbie the Destroyer, or yeah, De- yeah. <laughs> Debbie Desperado. Like, Debbie Desperado. <laughs> you know, like, I can't wait to beat that bitch I face. <laughs> like, what do you mean you just hired one? You have to hire two. Who's she gonna wrestle? <laughs> you have, you have to think these things out. You have to hire two of these people. <laughs> and at the end, like, that was definitely looking for her opponent. There is definitely <laughs> that has definitely happened. In some indie or something. No, 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 no. Where that, they hired one woman. That, that basically happened. happens in indie wrestling now, where you're like, hey, there's this one woman that works with us. Now we got to find a new one every month for her to work <laughs> uh-huh. with, and she's the de facto women's champion. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, man. Shade, shade, shade. Oh, man. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of how it works. Because it's, it's that one feature thing. You don't, you don't build an entire division of women. You don't have just like, I don't know, four of them at your disposal that are there every show. And and uh and and that's still how it goes. It is so funny. That was one of the fun as the first, one of the funniest points that I laughed I thought at. it was a t- it was shaping tiny man. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, beach balls. Oh beach I'm not talking about the women's balls. division in South Paul wrestling. The top heels. Top heels this weekend. Apparently, the debate going on about the crowd, 
the Brooklyn crowd and beach balls. Great fans. Great fans in Brooklyn. Great fans in Brooklyn is a, is your take. I mean, John Cena was put was was pretty much he's he's he was put he, he didn't put over Brandon uh, uh what the hell? I almost called him Brandon Walker. Um deep cuts. <laughs> Real <this>? deep. <laughs> Right Baron now. Corbin, uh, <laughs> not even close. Get those guys mixed up, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, maybe after this weekend. Um, but uh, he did put over the wave on uh, Monday Night Raw uh, a little bit. It's yeah. like he was powering up from from the wave. Yeah, yeah that that was a problem. Man, that, that's wave. not a good thing. You think that's do. a problem? Yeah, that was a that's a mistake. Yeah, encouraging that kind of behavior by the fans. I, I think I think at a certain point, it's like this is going to happen. It's Brooklyn. It's not anything we can do about it. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because he was in yucks, uh, uh, Cena mode that you guys have been enjoying. Jokester Cena. Jokester Cena. Um, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, we've seen him like Raw after Mania. They've done the deal where they've shown like the wave on national television. Mm -hmm. Not good. Don't do that. And I I think. and, And going back to the beach balls, I would venture to guess that. Cesaro would like to have that move back where he went into the stands and grabbed the beach ball and ripped it apart because really that only encourages them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of us do have kids, right? I okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> it's First a, rule of parenting: it's a double bladed sword. Yeah, because on one on one thing, I saw a couple people. I think Fitly Fit Finley said on Twitter he was seconds away from going into the crowd and getting it, mm-hmm. and then he saw Cesaro just leave the barricade and get it and then he was like well good for cesaro and like so i'm sure there's some people backstage were like great no more beach balls good but then on the other hand like damn it we fueled them yeah (laughs) now now we have to ban beach balls tomorrow night i'm sure everyone else in the locker room was like yes get that beach ball cesaro and kill it but i'm sure the people in charge were like I don't know uh, if that was the best yeah, idea. Like, yeah, I really like him doing it, but then I really wish he wouldn't have done it. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're caught in that. Like, yeah. Oh man. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah. To yeah. be honest, I thought that beach ball was a plant because the camera followed Cesaro. Um, it was just that was my gut feeling, but maybe not um, when it first happened. But um, of course, now they can start selling beach balls and cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Well, there was. <laughs> don't put Finn, it past Finn Balor. Finn Balor was tweeting a shirt uh, idea that was like his logo on a beach ball on mm-hmm. a t-shirt. Um, a beach ball club. With beach ball club. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, it's still it's still kind of a discussion. Um, there were no... Here's a, here's a point from Mad Mike, who was at TakeOver. It says there were no beach balls during TakeOver. Then again, it wasn't sold out either. <gasps> NXT TakeOver didn't sell out. Mm-hmm. Is that why? Well, you know, was that we why? did say it was underwhelming hey, card going in. Did, so. did, did, um, did anybody notice how TakeOver did not have the LED around the outside during the matches? It was a lot darker. You they're didn't get to see darker. the crowd. Did they always do that? I thought they still do the LEDs they always seem when they're like in the big ones. They're, it's, it's, I think it's here and there. But most of the time, it, their style is that, that yellow and black. And their crowds are generally just dark, dark, mm-hmm. not dark as in like, I can't see, but that's black with no, 
no flash to it, no mm-hmm. no pomp and circumstance. It's, and I think that that's the thing. I mean, that's kind of the attitude. Is like, hey, the show's in the ring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I said on Mike's uh, Facebook, no, Twitter, one of those. <laughs> he talked about here. the crowd, and I said I think it's because um, you didn't see beach balls at NXT or any of that type of stuff. And it's not the product in the ring; it's the people in the arena. Because I can guarantee you, more people, if given the choice, the average fan is going to recognize with SummerSlam and Raw more than they would with NXT. Yeah, so more you're casuals. Have a different, Absolutely, you know, you're going to have the mainstream or the the mom and dad who are going to be like, "Well, you're going to Raw," because mm-hmm. mom and dad only know Raw, and the kids mm-hmm. watch wrestling, so. Or I got you tickets to SummerSlam, or I got you tickets to Raw. Um, just not co- NXT, where the kids are like, "Yeah, NXT." Oh no, these guys. Not every kid is gonna. Like, I completely know who Adam Cole is. Some people yeah, don't have not, the network. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some people don't have the network. Exactly. You know? um, just so, clarify, or not. Clarify something with uh, Tina. She's saying about the LED was around the ring, or at least the one side. I'm talking about the LEDs, like the the arena. How the there's house like yeah, the house yeah. like. You know that, that that band every arena has now, where second, you know, yeah, you get the, the the scrolling graphics coming around, yeah. man. Uh, sorry, we're getting my, my buddy from up the street is saying hi. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I, I stepped out of the street on the street the other day, and that guy was about half a block away yelling Hollywood Hogan at me. <laughs> so we're making friends in the neighborhood. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> this is what happens when we do this in public now. Um, but anyways, uh, no, I. I this is this is this is what you get after a weekend like this. You have that concentration of people, and they're gonna they're they're there for four days straight. Majority or big mass of them are there for all four shows. Damn Flyers fan! <laughs> the Flyers fan, right? Get a life. He's got nowhere else to go. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? Go watch highlight videos from the last seasons? It's all just heartache after year. Well, at least he was an arena that somewhat wins. Within the last, I don't know, half decade, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can't figure it out now. At least oh, they go to the playoffs here and here and there. And this is a good point too. The LED for the stage completely went out during Rude's entrance as well. Hmm. Um. But anyways, no. This is I. I think. And it's, again, that's kind of the debate, right? Is 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 you know, are the fans kind of becoming? Uh, I think Marcus Mann had a big post where he was discussing um, how. Because of internet and and everything, fans want to be part of the show, and it's become kind of a problem, right? Yeah, you get like the um, the fans who want to act like I don't know the the, the smart the smart mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. the smart ass fans. You hear them at the you indie know? shows too. Yeah, right? you see them at the yeah. indie shows yeah. too. Like, I, I mean, I wish more fans were like you and I, Sorg. You know, where we go to a show, we're pretty much. We'll, we'll go along with whatever we're getting because it's just fun to be at the show and then cheer for the guys you're supposed to cheer with. But there's always those guys who want to who want to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I don't, you know, I mean, there's definitely this school of thought where like, well, you paid for your ticket, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also, you know, it, it's a little different with um with wrestling because you're almost an extra. You know, in the show, and in, in, yeah. you know, you're yeah. you're allowed to. I mean, you can go one way or another if you want to, but when you're, I think when you're crossing that line where you're being disrespectful to the people who are out there in the ring or pretending that you have some sort of connection to them that doesn't really exist, 
then that becomes a problem. So that's where the beach balls are a problem and some of the name calling and the cat yeah. calling that gets a little personal, gets mm-hmm. a little bad. Mm-hmm. Especially on the indie shows. Especially mm-hmm. on the indie Especially shows. Especially on the indie shows where you can hear that kind of stuff. So um, Tina, Tina kind of reinforcing uh, her son enjoys going to the main shows rather than the NXT, um, the, rather than when NXT came there two times, um, where she's in the uh, uh, Northwest out there. Um, and, of course, NXT sold out very quickly here. NXT hasn't been here in Pittsburgh for a good while either. For a show that's sold out immediately twice in a row. Yeah. Like, they haven't been here for, like, over a year. I, well, I think some here. of their more recent tours, they've kind of been establishing new loops, you know. Right, right. Other absolutely. parts of the country. They're, they're kind of back. throwing out new stuff. Eventually. Eventually, definitely. Um, Do you think it's up to... Um, us as fans to police other fans or like how like where do you feel like it's time to step in and maybe correct an, a fellow fan I've, I've had shows where i've been at where i've left the show and kind of thought to myself you know if i'm at another show and someone like that is behind me i'm probably going to say something because yeah especially if it's something where language is a problem you yeah. know we we we, uh, we i think what a few of us discussed um after like last month's iwc show there was somebody there from the city paper and they talked about the language issues and I even, you know, at ringside this time, somebody said, you know, you know, we suck a dick or something like at ringside. And I kind of wish I was on that side to say, hey, eh, kind of cut it off on that. Right. Um, and I know especially when they go like with, with IWC, they go to so much trouble to make that a family friendly kind of. They do. Okay. They try to keep it at least PG-13. They try. Story. They try. Um, there's some people that get on the mic and are in certain positions and definitely drop a few words last show. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not something that, you know, other groups that just kind of fly it around. Right. And then they are, they do want to mostly be a family friendly thing, but also I'm talking about a show that has tax and blood and cages. So, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of depends on, on, on where you're looking All at normal that. stuff. Yeah, all normal stuff. Blood's always been, well, (laughs) used to be part of wrestling. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know. Um, Mike has a good comment here, too, um, that I was trying to get to. Someone trying to throw a beach beach ball uh, during a boring baseball game, they get kicked out of the stadium. And I think think that's one thing. So so there's that, and one that can be disruptive to the game itself if that goes out in the field, right? So, so that's the that's a logistical and a liability thing there. Um, you can say the same thing for the wrestling. Beach ball goes in, screws somebody up. They fall off the ropes. They hurt themselves. That's that's also they're completely within right to confiscate beach balls as far as that goes. Um, but also, just had a, you know a lot of discussion with an upcoming indie mayhem show with Magnum CK about theater and pro wrestling. You're not going to throw a beach ball or be disrupt or cheer for the bad guy. In a theater production, right? <laughs> and I know we're kind of crossing over a little bit between sports and theater, and and I don't know if my answer is really in this analogy, uh, but it, it is kind of something to think about. You're going to see a show in a presentation, right? So, uh, Matt, you definitely have well, a response I was, to that. I, I went to the theater recently. <laughs> and I you saw all see, the beach balls, I, and you cheered I, for the... the I did, and I cheered for the heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you cheered for the the... the, the, the I'm trying to think of a play with bad guys. I, I, I went to see Newsies, believe it good. or not. Good. The only one I could think of it's was one with Nazis, and I didn't want to get into that conversation. <laughs> the Sound of Music? No, 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 oh. no, no. The one with they were hiding, and she had a diary. And Frank. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for. You know. Oh, good. They found her. No, 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 no. That's no, not good. Um, She's upstairs. Anyway, um, so I went to the. I don't. I don't go to the theater very often, unless you count the wrestling. Um, so, but but when I was at the theater, you kind of got the. You could tell there were the regulars. You know, the theater regulars, and that's kind of why I asked. You know, what role do the fans have in kind of policing one another? Because. Yeah. You could tell just like one wrong look, you know, don't have your cell phone on here. Make sure your thing's turned off. Don't have that screen on because then the light will be shining. It'll be distracting people. They can't pay attention to the play with a little screen over here, you know, like being at the movies, right? Yeah, you, know, yeah. you wouldn't want yeah. that. Um, and you could definitely sense that there was the, um, you know, there were the regulars kind of there keeping an eye on, you know, don't mess looking with at that. you like you. I've never seen you before. I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> and if you make here, one huh? wrong move, I'm calling that usher over here and you're going to get, you know. Yeah. No re-entry. Okay, yeah. So, so you but do isn't, that. Isn't wrestling they you walk in with the with the predetermined mindset of I am going to interact and I am going to be interacted with mm-hmm. for um, you know starting chance mm-hmm. or they expect the crowd to react and cheer and hold signs and be mm-hmm. part of the show more so than a play would. Uh, well, some, I mean, now some plays do. They'll yeah, ask for audience mm-hmm. participation. But at a wrestling show, you almost go in thinking like, "Hey, is my sign gonna get on TV? Mm-hmm. Uh, is is the Miz gonna point at me and you know and boo me, or am I gonna upset him if is, we start a chant? Can I is Ric Flair gonna call me the fat guy in the front row? Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah is is the Rock gonna come out and say you know, whatever stuff stuff like that? Like the old school, like Stone Cold, you know, give me hell yeah, right? And everyone's like. The guy in the theater is not good. Well, I mean, I will say, like, during the musical, at, at the <laughs> musical, there definitely were, there, there were points during the show where, you know, the, the, the you know, there would be applause from the audience because yeah. they had, like, hit some point where, like, I don't know, they all got in a row and they were all in sync and everyone was like, ah, yeah. you know, and they're all yeah. clapping. And I'm like, oh, really? I thought we were just supposed to, like, wait till the song was over and then we all clap. But, like, there were points where, you know, the There's, people who go to these things a lot kind of knew, like, yeah, yeah, we pop for that. You know, yeah. that's the yeah. high spot. You know, seriously, <laughs> you know? And being, I've been some, when I was in high school, I was in some uh, high school musicals. And we were told, like, if the crowd starts clapping during dialogue or something, wait. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And not mid-sentence. Don't stop mid-sentence. But, like, finish, but wait for the applause to be kind, done. Kind of like, and the then sit- go hang, like a sitcom. Kind yeah, of, like, yeah. enjoy the, take that Stare in. Stare longingly out of the crowd like Hogan and kind of milk it for, like, yeah. 10 now, minutes or so. Now, <laughs> This, yeah, this, this, the... <laughs> this group has been known for their interactions at wrestling shows, and it was brought up by by producer Missy, reminding us, Chad, you you are amongst our crew that have... we went to some shows and we had some interactions. with I have people. no history of <laughs> altering I, any fan man, participation. I mean, in I any mean, indie events at a certain for... point. A year or so. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point, you know, there's a local pro wrestler here named Dennis Gregory, and we talked about it. Longtime <laughs> fans know, and and for some reason, we decided, or Chad decided, yeah, that uh, we were going to chant "bum." He was a bum, and and there was there's three or four of us, and oh, Danny, great guy, uh, you know, I may awesome. I may have destroyed anything <laughs> he had going for a year. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, go yeah. to any of the shows he was at and just call him a bum. He was a bad guy, to be fair. And chant bum. Yeah. And other people would join me. Dude. And in fact, later on in that year, I went to a show and I didn't chant bum. 
Mm-hmm. And the bum chance started anyway. <laughs> and I just sat back. And I just like sort of like looking at me. And I just sat back like. And at a certain point. Look at this. Well, there was also <laughs> things like you go and you get a soda, right? And, and you drink it. And then we decided to. You know, I don't know if this was something you came up with that, that we put our spare change. I put change in the thing and rattled it at him. Yeah. <laughs> and at, at, uh, at base brawl. It was like, it was strange. It was a thing we did for several shows. I threw change at him. At his feet. And to told, him, told him to go back to his park bench <laughs> via, the, via the bus. No, and wait, I said, like, here's some change, which what? he smartly countered with, don't throw a month of your pay at me. <laughs> I was like, touche, touche. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. What I did. What throw, about like, Dennis Gregory out. made you think he was a bum? Like I, I mean, I, I see. I, he I, was a bad guy. He was a heel, and yeah. I think he did something heelish in one of the shows. And you know, sometimes you just go, that guy's a bum. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what, Dennis Gregory, you're a bum. And, and, and to be fair, you it threw it. Off. You threw it at his feet. Yeah, not at him. No, not no. I didn't strike him. I threw it at his feet, so he'd have to pick it up. <laughs> and, and and I don't think we had guardrails back then. No, this was this was at the outdoor another outdoor show. It was outdoor shows, but so even, was, the, uh, even the even the the guardrails didn't come for much later for for IWC. Yeah. Um. So you know that is a pretty yeah. But remember, now I I wasn't the only one who had fan interactions. Remember, I remember some people telling me the Gambinos to move stuff. <laughs> Somebody brought up a picture of that recently. Actually, <laughs> anytime the Gambinos were in the ring, people would stand up and say, "Hey, Gambinos, move this!" And there would be four of us at a time, right? And you just do the the arm movement. You know, they, they were if you're the, on audio. The arm, you know, yeah, the, the arm. The what yeah. do you call it? Flipping uh, the bird. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the bird, because it's a family Gambino show. Moving company. Yes, was, they had that front. That was there, their front. There's a picture that surfaced about a month ago, and I think it was a baseball. And Marshall's looking at me, and I still got the long hair and everything, and and the extra thirty pounds, and uh, and and I'm doing the move this, mm-hmm. and I don't know if we made an image out of it or something, but uh, like he shared it. Like I think Marshall yeah. shared it actually. <laughs> so and this is like. Ten years ago, was we so. accidentally changed IW. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we had this show or not, it didn't matter. No, no, no. It had nothing to do with this podcast. It was just what how we interacted at wrestling. Shows. I used to See, yell. I, don't think I used to yell at harm in like heckling the heels. Like no, you know, no, no, like that. That like you. I, I don't gave, know if I, you altered booking for the <laughs> or altered the course of IWC history, but I mean, to me, that know. there's no harm in that. Yeah, yeah. If nothing, if nothing else, that that helps, especially if they're out there looking for a reaction. Yeah, yeah. I if Denny's that good that he can, get, you know, come back without you. With I, it, I had is, to so. give him. Yeah, I, I said he was my mortal enemy for like six months. <laughs> I, I was just like that, Dennis Gregory. Oh boy, when we all went to New York City and you kept finding like places that that I obviously really... the homeless were were sleeping in Central Park, and we did video of him saying, "Look, I found Dennis Gregory's bed." <laughs> I wrote Dennis Gregory is a bum on a homeless guy's bed. <laughs> Some Why dude was sleeping that? on that because I said it was Dennis Gregory's bed, and I wrote I wrote Dennis Gregory's bed. And I wrote bum on it. I was probably it was daylight, so we were okay. It was <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not okay. we're not trolling through a nighttime in Central Park. No, it was daylight, middle of the day in the winter, so we were safe. 
I mean, this is the we same trip where where we found it. We were looking. Dave was looking for the rat king in the sewer, <laughs> uh, manhole, trying to lift a manhole cover, which he, is, we which we did. discovered is impossible uh, for one person. What? Yeah. So don't, yeah. Hey. So <laughs> the crowd's going to be crazy. Yeah. The crowd, the show, yeah, 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 yeah. Or regular yeah. beach balls or laser pointers. Oof. Or you know, how many laser pointers do you see anymore? No. They've, yeah, they've gotten those out of the thing. If they wanted around. beach balls gone, they'd be gone. Yeah. Actually, so in a way, you got to say that they, just like many, so many other things, WWE has done this. To how themselves. many signs do you really see nowadays? Uh, yeah. Compared to mm-hmm. back when uh, sign heyday. Yeah. Watch 95 or 96 Raws. And, and I don't know about there anywhere are no else. people. There are only signs. Yeah, I was just. I remember signs everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I remember when um, we went to Royal Rumble in New York. I think that same trip. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody that came in our entrance had their sign confiscated and thrown away. Mm-hmm. And but there were definitely signs at that Royal Rumble. It was weird. It's just they said, "Hey, we're going to lift the amount of signs by just throwing away everything that comes in the store or yeah, something." I, I don't know. Interesting. That was years ago. Yeah, that was uh, that was the one where John Cena came back out of nowhere and. And we had Edge and Edge and uh, Edge and Ray Mysterio, Edge and Ray Mysterio for the belt, and and the uh, crowd did not like Ray Mysterio. No, they did not. That was my crowd. Welcome. <laughs> they started booing Ray Mysterio. I'm like, oh my, what's this? Any crowd that boos Ray Mysterio is a bad crowd. Sorg. New York City, baby. Madison Square, Madison Square Garden crowd. They're pro Edge. They're okay with me. Now, now it's beach balls. Then it was booing Ray Mysterio. But poor they, baby Ray Mysterio. What will they think of next? They no, did boo yeah, John fans. Cena when he came out too. So, Chad, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, well, uh, I learned that those. I learned that nothing can beat a good heavyweight title match. 305 Live. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was good. It was good. And uh, I like Brock winning. I'm okay with it. I, I, I'm a big Brock fan since day one. So part-timer, full-timer, I don't care. All-timer. Yeah, he's it's fine with me. But uh, that match was great. I didn't think I could, I could love those dudes just going at each other for like they did and that was just great i really enjoyed it so good greg what'd you learn from wrestling this week mm, i learned i love me some southpaw well i already knew that but i love it more now that there's more and um i will continue binge watching it over and over and i won't get sick of it i hope there you go. And, and I'm getting this urge to eat at KFC. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, that's another thing. HB KFC. That, that, that was kind of a show stealer there. Show, I don't know, show stopper, you might say. Good, good for WWE for using the talent they have in these commercials. That's right. HBK looked like he could still go. Yes, he did. He looked, he looked pretty darn good. <laughs> he he came like, out. I'm like, I think he's coming out to wrestle. It looks like he was, he was out ready to choke some chicken. They made him shave his beard for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Jeez. Um, uh, Matt, Matt, Matt what, did, what did you learn? Uh, yeah, I learned that Oscar um, is really good at hiding an injury because I had no idea watching her match uh, at TakeOver that she was in any kind of trouble. Mm. Later I found out, oh, yeah, she broke her collarbone. Oh, true. Very true. Um, so it's going to be all right. It's just six to eight weeks, so that's okay. And nobody beats Oscar. You hear me? 
Nobody, Nobody. beats Asuka ever. Man, Mike learned that uh, he is never going to doubt a takeover again, and there ain't no stomping SmackDown. Nah. No way, man. Jeez. Jeez. SmackDown. When, like, I kind of want SmackDown to have a third hour at this point because, you know, everybody wants to do shit next week. So, yeah. Um, it was so good. Wow. Um, I learned that four cage matches is not too many for a show. <laughs> Because it was the right amount, um, I really enjoyed my uh, experiencing at ringside and, and, and editing today uh, that show. Um, it was it was pretty fantastic. Um, and and oh, there's something else. There is something else from there. Um, and also weird that when I saw a bag that I should have known was thumbtacks, I expected was army men because that's what I saw last time I saw a bag like that uh, at Rise a few weeks ago. Uh, so, hey, you got me there, and that was completely thumbtacks. Um, so, that's what I learned this week. Um, and I think we have everybody from in here. Thank you, everybody, for responding, because like, I've been kind of the, as our sort of, sort of show recaps, I've been asking what you learned from SummerSlam Raw, and uh, thank you, everybody, that's been responding to that and getting the conversation going with it. Um, so, uh, thanks for that, guys, and uh, thanks. Hey, Grego, joining us here. And five oh first. Thanks so much for having me. Tell people where they can go find out about uh, the organizations again. Um, well, if you would like to join like I do and uh, um, do charity do charity work dressed up as um, a Star Wars character, go to five oh first dot com or rebellegion dot com and you can learn more. There you go. But you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> Chad the Shad on the Twitter. At Chad the Shad. Yes, at Chad the Chat. Thank <laughs> that, you. That's my on the Twitters. Mainstream Matt. One T. Thanks, Sork. Tweet him anytime you don't like how the morning news goes. Yeah, or your technical complaints about the quality of the nightly sports call. <laughs> that he has nothing to do with. Quality's good. I just wanted to know why it looked like that. <laughs> I'll get that I'll get that taken care of for you right away. Okay, right request. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there right now. You're the uh, the the. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go to work right now, so I'm you're the that new, fixed. You're the news channel three one one. Submit a ticket. Exactly. I even told my girl, I'm like, uh, I can actually ask someone who might be able to give me a response on why it actually looks like this. <laughs> so I was like, next time I see him, I'll just ask him if they use different cameras. If it's this, what what would cause this? There you go. A little bit of everything. And we're still trying on the Twitter. Thank you, Riz. Riz plays games. Go look it up on the Twitch and the YouTube channels. He's doing a lot of great things with video games. He cut out a little earlier because Riz Riz got to recover. Riz got to get his sleep. Gotta He's got to get his beauty rest. He's got to reboot. Mm-hmm. Is the Xbox of his mind so he can uh, get to all the gaming goodness. Thank you, producer Missy on the ones and twos, keeping things straight, making sure the chat. Oh, everybody, there we go. There you go. Off camera. Actually, well, I thought that was your shoulder. But that's not what you're wearing. <laughs> I think it's a jacket on the back of your shirt. Yeah, that, that's it. That's that's messing with me. There you go. Uh, thank you to our chat room, uh, hanging with us all night uh, on the mayhem. Uh, and stay tuned. We're going to be talking to Jack Pollock, uh, who who received a lot of those tax in his back um, mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, tomorrow, I think it's 8 p.m. Um, Eastern time on the live feed on our Facebook page. And uh, we have a whole bunch of uh, great guys uh, lined up in the coming weeks, including Locked and Loaded, who just showed up 
debuted and won their uh, first uh, tag team championships with the IWC this weekend. Um, and we had them way before we even know. And oh, hey, yeah, wait, wait, there's there's Jack Pollock right there right in the middle. We can get his okay. autograph, yep. so he can complete the set. The guys are coming in. We're going to do a Canadian Thanksgiving special edition with that crew. That's the word. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. I have to figure out when the hell Canadian Thanksgiving is. Uh, of course, check out everything WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Until next time, Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.